This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Working Class Bowhunter podcast starts in 3, 2, 1. I think I left about 4, No one ish. honestly really cares. Steve's calling me while I'm holding, <laughs> getting ready for this deer to stand up. Glad you took this deer out. He doesn't even drive American. <laughs> See, that deer's what's exactly what's wrong with this country, right? He doesn't even support local American-made deer-compatible vehicles. <laughs> that one that one arrow cost me $33,000. what happened just... just aiming too long and just moved a little bit and it's like oh no it fired you know crap i knew as soon as it left it was just a little high but he came right out in the field made a scrape right in the cornfield started grunting walked 30 yards made another scrape you're listening to the working class bow hunter that's right this is the podcast for billy joe lunch bucket the working man just like me and you my name's travis t-bone turner from the bone collector thank you for tuning in Coming to you live from 1600 Bucks Lair Place, Sherrard, Illinois, 61218. I That's am wrong. so glad. It's 61281, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is episode number 58. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, we're here in the Bucketorium, the working class bow hunter podcast. Not live, but for you it's new, unless you're listening to this episode again, in which, thank you. It was live an hour ago. It sure was. What's up, guys? Oh, well, you know. Hey. Another day. You know. It's starting to warm up a little bit. I uh, I, I craving for shed hunting. Hope uh, like even 60 more. Sixty this weekend. Yeah, but I'm hoping it's so windy right now. This is Kurt, by the way. I'm in the house as always. Um, the wind's supposed to be crazy, so I'm hoping that, like the deer sheds are just going to get blown off, and then <laughs> just uh, by the by the wind. Yeah, and then um, they're all just going to be waiting for me to pick up because that never happens. So uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Well, we uh, it's gonna be a sloppy mess this weekend. It is. Yeah, you're going shed hunting, aren't you? Yep. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's not a sloppy mess is that clean, clean facility right there in Viola, Illinois. Smith's Custom. <laughs> Great transition. <laughs> and deer processing. Uh, dude, Scott is probably one of my third favorite human beings ever. Third favorite, huh? I've got a couple up there. Uh, go check them out during deer season. <laughs> Take your deer there if you're western Illinois, eastern Iowa. Go ahead and check it out. Also, badlandspacks.com. Seriously, we keep telling you guys about these packs. We want to start seeing you guys with photos of you buying them so you don't think we're using liars. Them. Using them. It's the only time a fanny pack is cool if it's a oh. Badlands fanny pack. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, yeah. guys. Or that or if any fanny pack with shed antlers in it, it's pretty cool. But you, can make, you can make any fanny pack work as long as it's decided to do with hunting. So Joe Rogan say fanny pack game strong or something. He's got a, like a leather fanny pack. <laughs> 1980s. It's, it's well, a, little, a little tough. Anyway, let's uh let's transition from fanny packs to uh someone who we think is really cool. We got a shout out quick. Yeah, we got to do a shout out. <sighs> we got face. But I like where out. you're going. You like yeah. where I'm going? Yeah. See how so we treat we'll, our guests? We'll yeah. get to you in a minute. Nice, really. Sorry. It's like hold on, we'll get hold to on. you. Hold on. We got a shout out Ethan Hofflin from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Thanks, Wisconsin. man. Wisconsin. We get him through his work day. Hey, what's an day. IFB <laughs> or FIB? 
What are you talking about? Did you see he said he something. Said? Some boys from Illinois. <laughs> some oh, yeah. some FIBs. I don't know. That's probably stands for something bad. Oh, I don't, know. I don't know exactly <laughs> what it is. I don't know what it is. I really don't. Is that bad? FIBs and an Iowa boy. <laughs> so at least at least I'm not an FIB. Well, yeah, it's an Illinois boy, but uh, say kind it. of Illinois? No, I'm not going to say it. I don't want this episode to be explicit. <laughs> All right. Well, All thanks, right. man. Thanks for giving us a shout out and listening every week. We appreciate it. So we treat people who we don't have in the studio better than we do have in the studio. Well, if people listen, we gotta <laughs> we gotta give them some credit. C- continue on. They do. All right. But with us uh, in the studio, as per popular demand or request from uh, our good buddy John Welch, Aaron Calderon, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. So, uh, for those of you who don't already know who you are. I mean, you know, like friends and family who aren't listening. Who are you and what do you do? And uh, what's your favorite bow hunting podcast? Well, <laughs> I don't know if this one's going to be my favorite yet, but uh, I'm a farmer. I like to hunt deer, and it's pretty much what got me here. <laughs> it's nice. You were like, we did have a lot of local requests to get you on. I think um, I had three John or four just people. wanted to know my secrets. Oh, that's, that's the only that reason. John, that's why, that's why John wanted me to get nah. in there. Yeah. We figured it all yeah. out now. <laughs> well, we've seen some of the uh, the pictures of the of the deer that you've knocked down, and uh, well, we can see why. But we'll just we'll talk. You know what? You'll tell us those off air, and uh, John will just have to wonder himself. Yeah. So yeah, you, that's a good idea. You can be a little restricted. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to spill all the beans today, but you can spill some of them. Just a couple <laughs> a of bit. soybeans. <laughs> <he's> <laughs> so you're you're from our area. Um, yeah. For our listeners that don't know, you know, 1600 Buck Slayer Place. Uh, we're Mercer County, Rock Island County area, yeah. um, Henry County area. That's our circle here. Um, Scott County. In my opinion, so, a little under the radar as far as Illinois counties. W- wouldn't you agree uh, with that? Yeah. It's, but there's some big bucks, man, in our area. Um, there's more than people know about. Let's yeah. Put it that way. For That's, sure. Yeah. Now everyone's going to want to come here because you told them exactly where it's at. Well, well that, though, yeah, guys gonna are going to bunch argue. of shit on Facebook for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, too, and it's just like guys are, you know, guys that don't live in Iowa, Illinois, like, well, yeah, it's yeah. Illinois. There's big bucks everywhere. Right? They think well, they're just running around, you know, everywhere. They are here, but they're not around every tree like everybody from the eastern states think yeah. they are, you yeah. know. But Do you, um, guys, you guys want to know the secret location? It's you got to go find the town in Illinois that most of the people in that town don't have. Cable. Ah. All right. Cable. Ah. I I didn't get that at first. Yeah, I was kind of like, God damn it, where are we going with this? Well, you know why? (laughs) It's because all the millennials are cutting their cable, and that's who lives there, right? It's a bunch of young people. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. (laughs) They Uh, all got Netflix. Let's talk about your, uh, how'd your bow season go? Uh, I shot a decent buck early, mature, eight point. It wasn't anything crazy, but. Yeah. Uh, after that, I spent more time behind a camera than I did with the bow in my hand. So. Really? Like behind a camera? Yeah. Elaborate. Uh, I filmed for a buddy of mine. He he is actually... Uh, he films for Buck Commander. Oh, yeah? But cool. he's not always with them because they have crazy lives and they're busy all the time. But he'll uh, he'll come up and hunt before Luke and all these guys get here. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Cause I'll, that's f- a- I'll film him a little bit. Uh, so he, he is like... A face on Buck Commander, then? No, Hunter's not. Hunter's behind the scenes. Okay, a little I got bit, you. But, I got you. I got you. Uh, we've been good buddies for a long time. So, there you, so go. you guys have any luck filming or? Yeah, he. Uh, we killed a pretty good buck this year. Yeah, on camera. It should be on the show too. So, do you like uh, do you like filming at all, or is it? Would you rather be the one pulling it back, or is it just cool that you're with your buddy when he shoots a big slob? You know, I've I've hunted long enough <laughs> now, and I've got some good deer, so. It's more, almost more fun for me to take someone else. Like I, I take my wife out all the time now. Yeah, and she's kind of getting into it. And I got a video I'll show you guys, but <laughs> I don't know that we should speak about it on. Oh, <laughs> oh, that oh, bit. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> I mean, she. It, it was. Is this a honey video? Some bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like that's, look at the size of that rack. Yeah. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> like what you said, where. You know, you're to the point where you kind of get something out of helping other people get their deer. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like the evolution of, like, an experienced bow hunter, though? Like, you start off, like, looking up to other people that are killing big yeah. deer, and then you transition, and then you're killing big deer. And then once you kill a handful of big deer, you go to the point where, like, it's cool to see other people have good success. Yeah. It's yeah. like it comes full circle almost. It. I just get more excited. You know, I get shook up behind the camera worse than the guys pulling the bow back. Right. You know, yeah. But I've watched these deer all year. I know where they're at. 
So you just That's put in all the hard work. And I then, do all the work. And oh, and you let all the pretty boys come in and shoot all your deer. What a great friend you are, by the way. Let's yeah. just Steve, move that mic stand out of the way for me. Nope, you're the other one, the red mic. Oh, there you go. I'm looking through like 60 mic stands here to talk to Andrew. It just seems like clustered here on the studio table. But uh, Did you say Andrew? Yeah, is that wrong? Yeah. Aaron. Aaron? They don't oh. even know my name. I don't. <laughs> Lord. You don't know his name, but hey. Look at I have it up here as Andrew. I don't. You I do. didn't set this you podcast do. up. I, I sent you a calendar because well, we are getting better with technology, as you can tell. Yeah. Well, yeah Steve, Steve actually mapped it out like he's like, well, we're going to get our guests on schedule. And he's sending like calendar invites. So I know when they're coming in. Well, that's that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. Aaron, Andrew, yeah, we're, we're it's still good. It's happened case. before. It's uh, we're, we're sorry, Andrew. It starts with an A, so you got that right. <laughs> yeah, it was close. Um, hey, is that is that what you go by on like when you're getting photo or like credits? You just go by Andrew now. Maybe you should have uh, just went, should change my name. Yeah, maybe you, you should have just went as Andrew because now everyone's like, oh, I thought it was Aaron, but oh, different guy. So now oh, the wrong guy. Wrong you could have just <laughs> talked about whatever you wanted to talk about. Have. Yeah. I would have put you in as a wrong name for the title of the episode and everything. Like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, so no one has that. any idea. <laughs> so, sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, it was uh, it was funny when you pulled up. I just want to throw this out there because we were like, yeah, we're we're waiting for you. And I told you know if you if you come to the Bucketorium, the parking is where the garage is and how you get to the garage in relation to the house yeah. makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> so when you when no you pull sense. up, I see this. Muddy, muddy truck driving right by, and then everybody's like, "Is that him? Is he in like a, like a racer or something? What's it souped up?" I go, "No, he just got done mudding. It looks like." <laughs> yeah, that's my work truck. If like my roads right now are so nasty. Oh, they're sloppy. Yeah. Every road is sloppy right now. Yeah, it's it's really bad. When you got to be in four wheel drive to get through the mud on the roads. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just that's, so. that's when you know you live in deer country. Then when you're driving oh, yeah. through hollers, yeah, that's Trevor hollers. hollers. Um, <laughs> go a couple hollers over. So you got quite a quite a few bucks right now. You're watching for the next coming season, or, or how's that all playing out? I mean, you don't got to get too into detail, obviously. No, but. I I got a I got a good amount of deer that are coming that we passed this year. Four year olds coming up into five. So. Yeah. Cool. What's um, what's kind heaven. of your um, you know, I'll kill. I mean, a mature buck any day, no matter what he scores, yeah. and you know, within reason. Um, unless uh, you know how it is, you kind of just go with it. What's something like? I'm only going to shoot this size and bigger. You know what I mean? Like what's what's a, what's a borderline? What's your caliber of deer that you want to shoot? Well, we get two tags a year, so I try to shoot one that's mature, and then if I can, I'll shoot one that I got pictures of that. Yeah, maybe a a good deer. So mm-hmm. that's how to, how I try to go by it. About it, it never really pans out like that. <laughs> But never goes the way you wanted to. No, no, never. So you said you were a farmer. Yeah. Well, give it, give kind of like a layout real quick of like the, the season. What, in your experience and farming and hunting, early season, what's the best food source to be on? Uh, oats. Oats. Oats, rye, a little bit of clover. Why? Rye, what are you favorite. brewing beer? Over there? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got if the deer don't eat it, you can make beer out of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Why is it typically green? It's green and Fresh. I plant it in like you know the first week of April, so it's or not August. I mean, mm-hmm. not April, but it's about six inches tall, and it's really palatable at that time. So mm-hmm. the deer love it, and even if it's warm, they're coming to it. Yeah. So especially you know early season, up to the third week, uh, they're gonna hammer that. Awesome. So well, that's good advice. If guys don't have that food source on their property and yeah. say that it's just corner soybeans or yeah. whatever, what would, what would be the pick for them guys that, you know, to work with what they have? The easiest by far is what I just explained. Okay. You know, uh, it'll grow in just about any kind, any kind of soil and with li- a yeah. little bit of moisture, it'll take off. And okay. It, so <laughs> moisture, you said you planted those in, in August, yeah. um, food plots. If guys don't have the money, the money, the, the equipment. The money or the means, yeah. and they are going to go buy a bag of whatever at mm-hmm. Gander Mountain. And, I mean, I don't know if you hate hearing that, buying <laughs> off the <laughs> oh, shelf. Oh, you should see the smile on his face. <laughs> but yeah. you know what I mean? For the guy who just doesn't know or just that's his option, or maybe go to a feed store, what's best bang for your buck? I would go to the feed no store. Yeah. Okay. I'd get. I'd go get a... 50-pound bag of oats, 50-pound okay. bag of cereal rye, not rye grass. Okay. 
And maybe if you're at Gander Mountain, pick up a little bag of uh, clover, crushed clover, whatever, imperial. So just kind of make your own, mix it all together. I mix it all together. And that way, because oh, really? the oats are going to die after the first frost. Ah, so there's right, no gotcha. crop rotation. No. Uh, these, these I know a little die. farming. <laughs> these are gonna, the oats are going to die out, but that rye will stay green all winter. So, And the clover, you know, if you get enough moisture and it takes off, it only gets so tall, and they'll dig through everything else to get to that first. How really? would uh, How is that going to grow for a guy who can't? tear up the ground and he's got to do it with hand tools is that still you're gonna want to spray it you know, spray you know, okay go kill. in mow it let it green back up spray it kill, mm-hmm. kill everything off kill first. everything off yeah and what's you, your opinion on like that uh the throw and grow clear the ground throw it out and you grow. know i've had so, i've had some good luck with throw and grow really throw and grow seed yeah i mean i don't know if it was just luck or <laughs> yeah what happened but yeah there was there's been a couple times where my original food plots had flooded out Mm-hmm. Uh, too much water in August, stuff like that, and it it works. Did you like? Did you ever have like that one thing that you were like, dude, I'm totally gonna try that, you know? And it was like, I don't think anybody else uses this. And like the biggest thing that you thought would work that just absolutely bombed that people can stay away from. What do you remember? Mm-hmm. What that would have been? Man, I, <laughs> brassicas. Honestly, in my mind, in my opinion, uh, what is last that? year, brassicas. Oh, oh, okay. brassica seeds. Yeah, I thought you said briskets. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, the water didn't have any deer. You have a bunch morning. of a bunch of them. Uh, what the hell's your mind? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't eaten for like twenty minutes. I'm starving, man. <laughs> no, I got a, I got a little. Uh, I think it's two point eight acres. It's okay. surrounded by a really good cover. And last year, I went in and I worked it all up, and I put it. I did like 30, 30 foot strips through it. I went to Gander Mountain. I bought like six bags of different seed. Then I mixed some oats. You know, I just did one strip oats, one strip tall time tubers, one strip, one strip, uh, you know, anything else. Mm-hmm. And them deer would walk right through that bra- all the brassicas. They wouldn't, really they wouldn't, even, they wouldn't even phase it. That's like right. the so. salad bar for deer. They're like, no, 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 son. Yeah. We're getting the meg rolls. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they'd eat the oats and they'd eat the rye, and the rye stayed green long. And then uh, in the spring, the rye is going to go ahead and green once the frost comes out, mm. and uh, they'll eat some more of it. What's your so. opinion on, um, like, turnips? Turnips Once like again, I got a turnip plot right now, but I got a camera on and I haven't had a single picture of a deer on. Ugh. All right, maybe you've heard this. I've heard this. Me and my dad, we planted turnips one year when we actually had access to equipment and yeah. could do it, and they grew. They grew in awesome, and the deer never touched them. Yeah. And, but then again, like I filmed for Tim Sylvia this year, and we're out, mm-hmm. and he has turnips and deer. Just he's got video of them ripping them out of the ground and yeah. having a hole in their mouth, and like you can't get the deer off of them. They're just I think it's all about where there. you're at. I think too. it's the area. Yeah. The area. Yeah. I got a lot of alfalfa around our farms. We got a, we grow, we raise cattle and we bale hay with it. And that alfalfa, you know, if it's warm, like a, we had a late season this year, mm-hmm. warm the whole time, rainy, they'd walk right through anything to get to that alfalfa. So so do you have any right rabbits too? A lot of them. Dodge <laughs> <laughs> the alfalfa, Dodge. Man, you guys remember of mice and men? It's an American classic. <laughs> no, because they want no. the alfalfa and the rabbits. Right. You're way over my head right now. I have I'm no idea one. what this. Guy's <laughs> I'm the only one who <laughs> saw that. That's how that it always is. You never know what the heck he's talking like, about. We had, the, we had the oddest texting conversation last night I've ever been a part of. <laughs> Just me, man, we're lucky you even made it here. I know. Right? I, had to, I had to put it through the ringer. <laughs> Normally, I'm the guy that's making the contacts for the guests and stuff. I'm like, Steve, we'll see what kind of responsibility. See if this guy can handle it. Oh yeah. Well, at least I got your name right. I looked at my wife. And I was like, man, this guy's odd. This guy's <laughs> yeah. odd. He's telling me some really weird. Dude, yes. Yeah. Struggles. Oh, yeah. Don't let Steve's personality. No, no filter right there. Yeah. No. Hey, you I have care. an excuse for I. You know, I didn't set the podcast. I didn't personally know you. I messed up your name. Honest mistake. But, hey, I, we're going to be better friends than you and Steve will be. I can promise you that. <laughs> uh, uh-uh. <laughs> we made a secret best friend pack last night, so you're out. So yeah. I, I heard anyway. what, with turnips, talk, um, getting back on the uh, – the, what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, I heard the deer have to find them and learn what they are if, they, if they're not in that area. I think if you plant them over and over again, you know, eventually, year by year, eventually they'll work their way into it. But I yeah. just, I have had zero luck with That them. would make sense, though, because they probably don't see them that much. You know what I mean? Well, then yeah. it's kind of a risk for the guy that's, you know, 
doing it all out of his pocket and he's on a budget to yeah. have to risk that every year just to get those deer used to turnips or whatever. I yeah. don't know, but yeah, we I had mean, it might be, it might be worth it in the end though. You know what I mean? It could be, I guess. I don't know. I guess, what do you do? Go grab one, pull it on the ground, cut it in half. So they go on <laughs> and take a sample. You know what I mean? So yeah. a sample booth for them to get used to it or what, you know, 25 but, cents for a turnip or what? Yeah. But I, I don't really have any, uh, like any equipment to any tractors or anything like that or a four-wheeler or anything like that anymore where I can plant. So what I did is just hand-raked it and yep. tore up the ground and have one of those, like, hand-spreader things. Yep. Kind of low-budget. That's how I started doing it. Yeah. Yep. And it, it grows in good. I'm always getting – I was getting there later than what I should. Yeah. Just life <laughs> hits you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So – Happens every year. Yeah. But – I, I did see this uh, this super cool thing, um, and I can't I can't remember the name of it, but it goes into the back of a four wheeler. It's called a um, something hog, and uh, what does like if you got like a four wheeler with like a uh, like a hitch on it, yeah. it goes in. And it's a, it's a plow, so like you know you'll drive up on the back of a four by four. You'll lock that in, and it'll drop down, and it'll be in the ground. Yeah, and you just drive about eight. They said eight to ten miles an hour, and do a figure eight, and it'll tear it up for you, so you can get like a cultivator. Yeah, so you yeah, and it's like you know about forty pounds, so you can basically take it wherever, and yeah, go back in in some deep timber, you know, and uh, if you got a little clearing back there where a tractor won't go, yeah, I mean I thought that was super cool. I think it's reasonable. It's like four hundred bucks. So if you buy that and you know somebody who has a four wheeler, I mean, if you live around here, somebody does. Put it, put it on the back of your pickup truck. Uh, no, just know. drive around out there. It might. I don't think it'll sit low enough, though. Is the thing. I don't but, think you could turn it sharp enough. Yeah, that's, true. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point too. But yeah, no, I thought that was uh, cool, and I, I think there should be a uh, bigger market, you know, because you know if you don't have have access to like you know those really big, you know, bulky green things that you guys call tractors, I, you know, I don't. I'm a red tractor guy. Are you a red tractor guy? Green. Oh, Sorry. Guys. I got to represent the green man. Yeah, no, you do. But I, I think there's a there's a really untapped market for. I, mean, I think Throw and Grow kind of started that yep. up a little bit. You know, for for the guy who what hey, the hell's different about Throw and Grow from regular seed? Is there like a coating on it? What what? I think it's just all dr- like the seeds that are in that bag will grow anywhere. Like yeah. oats, oats. Will, you can throw oats on concrete, and if they get a little bit of moisture on them, they'll grow. <laughs> Start growing, <laughs> you know. And I think good to know. <laughs> what can you get a big bag of oats for? Like what? What price range roughly? I know it probably varies. Depends where you're yeah, at. Yeah, it depends on where you get it. Um, I don't know. Fifty pound bags, probably forty five, fifty bucks. Yeah, it's not bad. And I wonder how much coverage that is. Uh, you could probably get two, three acres out of that if you mix it with something else. Yeah, like some just clover or whatever. Clover, I know. rye. Yeah. I did. Um, I got I got a bag of a big like fifty pound bag of red clover for free, yeah. and I don't know. I know red clover. I don't think is high on the list. I mean, it might be, but it's not like a an annual. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I don't know. It grew back, um, really good actually. It gets um, thick once you plant it. If yeah. it takes off, it'll it'll get thicker every time. You, like if you clip it or mow it. How, when would you need to refresh clover if you throw down something like that? And uh, I do. I'd frost seed it. Coming oh, really? Up here, yeah. So uh, through can, March, when like it's not terribly cold, you know, if it's like thirty in the morning and then gets up to like fifty-five, sixty in the afternoon, it's gonna melt, you know, and freeze, melt and freeze. So you so, can go out and seed over top of it, and that'll work it into its into the soil on its own. Oh, really? Yeah. So, see, I feel like if I did a frost seed, which if people didn't catch it, it's basically, I, I saw, uh, I don't know if it was Bill Winky was yep. frost seeding a plot over yep. the snow yep. and you could see the blue coated seed <laughs> all over the snow. I just feel like turkeys and other birds would just come in and just demolish it all. And they'll get some of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. And anytime I plant a food plot, I always plant it thicker than what, than what is than that? what sure. they say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, no, it's not going to hurt anything. No. I mean, it, you're growing it for deer. It's not like you're growing it to make money off yeah. of it or you're farming yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a that's kind of a uh, thing that was you know as as a farmer, you know because obviously your livelihood depends on the the health of your yield. Yeah. I can't guys I did my homework. <laughs> I grew up in Rock Island, so come on, get, <laughs> cut me a break. They, they farm <laughs> other plants, but if uh, <laughs> I mean as as like a as a farmer, would it be wise to you know put you know spend a, a couple extra bucks to put a separate food plot to kind of draw the 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 deer away from 
you know, your your crops that you're trying to make money on, or does it not even matter? It's not going to matter. They're going to go wherever they want to anyway. I mean, it's an interesting way to look at it. Though I got to yeah. give you that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you're like, hey, uh, here's uh, here's this free stuff. Stop taking the stuff that uh, keeps the lights on here. Honestly, know? honestly, the deer aren't so bad. It's the coons that are terrible. Oh, yeah, they'll, rip, they'll rip that. them corn oh. stalks right down. I mean, they make a mess out of it. Well, they've got oh, thumbs. Yeah. You know, that's thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> that really helps out with a lot of things. It, it's. I hate raccoons, man. I'll, I'll be completely honest with you. A deer will go down the row, and and you know they can eat it off the. Stock. Off the cob, right off the stock, standing up. A coon will go out and they'll pull every ear down. They'll eat a quarter of it and leave the rest. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, well, e- it's easier it for, the, for the deer. Yeah, they're leaving it for the deer. They're, they're, they're working the deer dogs do so much team. work. So, do you uh, do you fertilize your food plots at all? Uh, the corn I do, uh, beans and everything else I don't. No, I probably should, but I can get away with it and get enough off of it to to feed the deer for a while. And then. What about leaving like a a crop like corn or soybeans? Do you do you pick a certain amount and leave some all winter, or do you do you just say screw it, pick it all because you got your other food sources? Uh, most of the time, like all my food plots that I plant are there to stay mm-hmm. food plots. Yeah, so we'll pick all our field corn. Gotcha. Then, uh, do you ever do you put any corn in as a food plot or soybeans? Oh yeah, yeah, a bunch of it. Right. I, you got to have greens and grain. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you want to diversify into both of those. In a well-balanced diet. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. Is it like <laughs> half and half? <laughs> really? Though, what's, yeah. the, what's the ratio there? Like half and half? Or? Uh, anymore, because everything revolves around bow hunting. There's, I have more greens than I do grain. Right. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if I got five different, you know, food plots that are either corn or soybeans, late season's usually a lot better. Right. Question. I got a question. So you got all these food sources, and obviously you you know your shit. Um, you know what you're doing. You got sounds like you got the setup. You got it, probably yeah. the property's mapped out in a way where you know they're going to this food source, and it's you yeah. know what I mean. Um, how many big mature bucks do you see out in the middle of a field, a green field, like in broad daylight? Very few. Very few. <laughs> yeah. See, that's I think that's a big thing. Like people think because you have the access to the equipment and you know what you're doing, you're educated on it and you mm-hmm. can do all this that there's a, probably a lot of people going, Oh, he's probably got 160, 170 inch deer at one o'clock in, in the, the middle of a green field. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, That's, no. It's, it's, it's just like anywhere else. I mean, most of your pictures are at night. Well, I mean, you yeah. just see like Lee and Tiffany and you know, there's, it could be whatever time of day or the juries and there's yeah. a big, huge buck walking in the middle through a field in daylight. And it's like, what the hell? I mean, it happens. It happens. You know, yeah. we, I mean, we see good deer in once these in a blue moon, but it's not every night. I right. mean, you're still hunting them. Yeah, and most of the deer I shoot I, are the deer that I didn't even know were there. Yeah, which yeah. is awesome because yeah. it just shows you, even it, though your trail cams are telling you one thing, yeah. you, you're missing a whole yeah. a whole lineup because you can't put one on every trail. You could. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was funny last night. I uh, I just got an Xbox One mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day for for myself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my girlfriend was mad. You're an asshole. Nah, man. She was mad. <laughs> she was mad. Whatever. I got her. So. Anyway, uh, like I was like looking around and I saw that I could get Carbon TV. Like it was like an app that you can get. So I'm like I was watching it, and you know, all five seasons of Bone Collector on on it. So I was watching, and in season four they went to. It was Philadelphia and New Jersey. They were, like, right on the border. And they went into these neighborhoods. And, like, you know, it's it's the suburbs. So there's, like, million-dollar houses. Dude, they're just, like, in probably 15 (laughs) yards of timber. And the amount of deer that are just running through there, I think they're just... Some there. of those shows, there's like a McDonald's in the background. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that episode. That, yeah, like, was, that, that was crazy. Cool. Was it really a McDonald's in yeah, there? Yeah. There was, you could see the big M, and you could see like cars <laughs> driving by. And like the they were walking like, through people's the yards. Yeah. To get yeah, they, they, shot, it, they yeah. shot a deer, and then a school bus comes rolling. Comes <laughs> the kids. It's like kids playing kickball. Oh, a deer just runs in and dies right in the middle of it all. nice bucks that were coming through. like the Because then they did it on season five. Um <laughs> and it was uh, that'd be cool, man. That'd I just be happened cool to, to see those two, so I watched them, and you just can't imagine, like, dude, you're just in a in a stand, and you're, like you're looking, you can watch TV at your own house, you know, you <laughs> you can see the big it. screen from your stand. Yeah, you're just like kind of watching. You're <laughs> like, oh man, this is a great. As show. cool as it is, bu- but like, it just wouldn't feel like you're it's not the same. Yeah, on yeah, it. You know what I mean? You'd same. get if that's all you had, you would hate it. If well, I'm maybe pay, you would. If I but. pay that much money for a house and that much in property taxes, I want deer to walk through my backyard, <laughs> and I want to be able to, <laughs> I want to be able to shoot a deer. 
and then like hold it, you know, hold that buck up, and then just show how like how I striped that lawn the day before with my mower, and I was like, look. I killed deer on this nice lawn. <laughs> you were bizarre. Would you be cut out with a John Deere tractor? Oh, no. Cub Cadet, boy. <laughs> Cub Cadet. Well, it's a Kohler. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the new one? Uh, You're an asshole. Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the topic of today's show. Yeah, Steve's an no. ass. <laughs> That's yeah. every every episode, ain't it? It's pretty. You're pretty bizarre, man. You're pretty bizarre. Are you rethinking? Really like, are you like, why did I come on and do this dude? I think show? his vibe toward myself. All right, all right, his all right, vibe towards you is a little weird, though. <laughs> oh, dude, like he's looking I, past you and talking to me and Eric. Like that's really what's going on right now. I think but. he's still feeling you out. He's been talking to you for like two weeks. You know what I mean? Man, I'm, I promise you, you would have had a whole other outlook if I would have dealt with you to get yeah, you on the show. Either but. of us. I don't know. I think this is living up to all your expectations of, oh, God, this is going to suck. <laughs> yeah, that's probably... Did that cross your mind? No. Oh, good. I figured it'd be fun. All right, all right. Yeah. This guy has a great outlook on Let's life. talk about, with all this food source and everything like that that you have on your property, you find a lot of sheds? Yeah. I, I wanted to start last week, and I checked cameras, and a lot of the bucks that I had on camera were still carrying both sides. So really? Hearing them. Yeah. Quite a few, actually. See, it's, it's, it's been different everywhere, you, like, from different it areas. It always yeah. is, man. They don't just, like, it's not just a one-day snap of the fingers, and they're all just falling yeah. off. But It's not like Dana. He's got, like, 20-some already. That yeah, guy blows my mind. It's how many He does a lot of walking. Yeah. That's a true, though. Yeah, no, that's, no. Man, it's crazy. That ain't happening. <laughs> it's just... A lot of walking's too much walking. <laughs> so back on the food pot thing, real quick. Uh, once your food pots get established, do you ever like cut them off? Like not totally cut them off, but just uh, just clover, just clover. Yeah, that's the only thing you want to kind of trim it. Yep. Yep. Get it. Get it refreshed. I guess refreshed. I'm gonna get about I don't know eight ten inches tall and I'll clip it. Oh, some of them I have to do with my lawnmower because I can't get big stuff in there but <laughs> you'll see me in, the, in august the zero turn down <laughs> yeah. the highway rolling rolling <laughs> down the gravel road <laughs> <laughs> two mile an hour to get to my food plot yeah <laughs> pretty common in mercer county oh, yeah what, whatever works works i have to cut an acre and it's gonna take me six hours to drive yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny so that's funny yeah i just wondered that if you know you find a lot of sheds and if so i mean do the deer stay in your area do you have a lot of deer where you get to like oh he's two now he's three now he's four now now he's five let's, let's yeah get after him. around around home i can do that yeah because we have enough land tied together that you know if, if there's one there i can usually keep him safe till he gets to that keep age. an eye on him. i like that keep him safe, keep him safe. i like yeah. that a lot that's <laughs> that's a base yeah that's awesome i've never like it, Really though, that's what you want to do. Hey, well, keep them safe until it's time. It's time for until you to it's meet your time. Them. Yeah. I mean, you, you just never know what the rut's going to bring in. Yeah, can, that's true. Like I told you, most of the deer I've shot are deer that I didn't know that were there. They just showed you up. You didn't even know they existed. No, I might be rubbing the wounds a little bit here. Mm-hmm. How many times have you put in the work, grew a big buck, and have a neighbor kill him? Oh, oh quite a few. Really? Yeah, quite a few. And are those neighbors typically the ones that really aren't that into hunting? That just did it for that one weekend of the year? And no, I mean they're they're usually actually pretty good hunters. That okay, you got the experienced bow hunters. Yeah. that's good. That's some good. are some are good, some are bad. Yeah, but, but going into that, you'd have to expect that somewhat. You know, I mean, that's just part of it. Yeah, yeah. part it's, of it. it, it yeah. No offense. You know that's what happened. And you did yeah. put in a lot of this work. I mean, you basically raise this deer, so you should be able. To go visit that deer every other weekend, you know. Yeah, see, <laughs> with, you know, just party joint with custody him. or what? <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. I, I, I raised him. I get to see him. He's not at the neighbors this weekend. Well, it's like what you said. You know, it can go where they can go wherever they want to go. Yeah. It's a wild animal. And that's, I think, people that don't understand hunting. It's like it, a wild animal. It's not yeah. a dog where it wants to come run around humans, whatever. It has a home. It's, it can literally walk wherever the hell it wants to walk. It's yeah. a wild animal. There's some wild stuff that goes on. What's the um, wildest thing you've ever seen when you were hunting? Uh, oh, I got a lot of stories I can tell you. Let's get into one. I, I'll tell you one. I had a deer uh, three years ago on camera, and it was by far the biggest deer at that time that I had had on camera. What do you think it was? Score-wise? Yeah. Probably 185. A uh, big old unicorn point, probably 12 inches long, came off his front beam. I got a picture I can show you. Anyways, I had him all the way up on camera through September 22nd, and he disappeared, and I he's never gone, saw him again. He's gone like a fart in the wind. And then, <laughs> and then I hear, I hear a, a rumor, I don't know, a couple weeks later. Actually, I think it was the, after the second Illinois gun season oh. that he had been shot, and he got shot four miles from where I was getting 
Really? So he had went a long way. Four miles. But that wow. deer, that deer had really popped. He was uh, at three years old. I think he was probably one forty-five, and I think he big, was four when he got shot. He really took he, off. He blew up. He blew what up. makes him? I mean, what makes him just get up and go? I mean, the females. I mean, it's probably. their vacation the home. Right? You know? The thing about him is, I, I didn't understand that most of the deer I have, if they if they're living there, they might leave for a while. But mm-hmm. eventually they'll come back. Yeah, this deer did the same thing. I I had him the year before. He was there. He rutted there. Mm-hmm. We didn't shoot him. Didn't even see him. And the next year he was there, and he disappeared. He was gone. It's just crazy, man. They're they're you the most what? interesting animal on the planet. He probably. Sometimes you just want to think, what in the hell are they thinking? He I want to track got so one. much testosterone that he's like. I've gotten every piece of tail in this property. I'm going to go out and see what the world has to offer. Like, no joke. Go to the next town over. Like, he was, yeah. it was probably like, oh, I want to see how hot the does are over here. Guys. Well, the thing he... is, it's like, you know, you see the big buck studies that they do, and yeah. they're always in Texas. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, it's probably somewhat relative to a point. It's still a white-tailed deer, but... I want to know, like, I don't know how many acre ranches are in Texas when they do these studies. I don't know. Maybe they're, you know, normal size and there's people around. But I want to know, like, a big five-year-old Midwestern. Around here. Yeah, buck yeah. does around here, avoiding yeah. cars, avoiding people, aviding hunters. Like, I want to know. Well, around Mercer County, it's a lot of trucks. Yeah. Well, I just, you know what I mean? I want to know, <laughs> I want to know what they there's do. There's not a lot of Yugos running around it would, around here. It would be cool, though, to track them see where they're actually going yeah like i want to know how long they bed during the day when they get up where they move to um and just kind of analyze that over a year and see like you know maybe bucks hit a certain my, age where they yeah. venture off my, my luck would be out. i'd put a gps on them and you get hit by a car that <laughs> night <laughs> <laughs> don't you think that that kind of take the, take the fun out of it you know, no, I'm like, not saying to hunt that deer. I'm saying to just yeah, analyze the information. Yet. But right. like to kind of understand that, like that. that what do you think? I don't know. Because there's I that mean, you allure. Can do it, you can do it with your kids now, so why can't you do it with deer? That's because true. you're not trying to, you know. I get what you. I see what you're saying, Steve. I see what you're saying. There's some sort of like mystery, and like, that's kind of when's he gonna come out? Not just like. Guys, it's a five past the hour. Here he comes. Yeah, you know? but but you wouldn't. I'm not saying to hunt that animal. You have the GPS on or whatever. Yeah, I, I kinda, I'm saying yeah. just straight just analysis. Just how far it went. Yeah, just or I where wanna, it went. Yeah, and yeah. what what they do because you know you just, know a little bit, but right. you don't really know. You know what I mean? Like that deer is he bedding over there in the ravine from his you know 200 yards from his food all day? Yeah. Does he go there? Does he go over here to the other neighbor's timber and mess around up there and come back like? I want to know, like the buck I shot this year. I want to know what the hell he did because I only had one other picture of him, and that was middle of August, and I killed him October twenty fifth. Never saw him. Never got another picture of him. Where the hell was he? Maybe his yeah. iPad broke, so he decided to actually get out and enjoy nature. Huh? Well, and with that too, I think it'd be cool just to see the transaction from, you know, early season to rut to see how far they actually go. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot farther than what people think. I think so too. Yeah. So I've always heard, you know, they stay within a three to four mile radius of where they've been born. Yeah. But once rut hits, they can go up to seven miles. I don't know if it's true or not, but I thought it was all about, you know, them bucks that live there will move out to get away from inbreeding. That's their natural way of doing it. But right. I don't know if that's true or not. I got a couple mm-hmm. things to pick your brain then with your experience. First thing is I've heard this and I've heard I've learned it from the juries back in the day. I don't know how many years ago now. That if you see a doe with button buck fawns and you shoot that doe, the button buck fawns will stay in that area because they don't know how to venture off. I would agree with that. You would agree with they that? Don't, they don't know what to do. That's, that's, that's one of the secrets. That's happened, that's happened before here. But they stay yeah. in their comfort zone because mm-hmm. that's all they know. Yeah. That's a, you know, that's, I mean, you kind of like, oh, yeah, harvest does with button fawns, mm-hmm. you know. Um, that, and I got so into thinking about that, I can't remember what the other question was I was going to. Just get your opinion on. Um, well, you you did mention uh, you meant or one of us mentioned Texas, and you just got back from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thing, because I remember when we were setting this up, you I was like, "Hey, when do you want to uh, come on?" You're like, "Yeah, hey, I'm going hunting down in Texas." I think you were like eighth through the twelfth or something like yeah. that. And I was like, "Well, what are you hunting?" And I because it's it, it's starting to get really difficult for us because we talked to a bunch of people from a bunch of different states mm-hmm. and. You'll know what their seasons are, but, you know, you said down there, they're probably just about hitting rut. 
No, uh, they, they rutted around. Oh, they uh, did rut it. Oh, yeah. It was already over by the time I got there. I it, I think they said like from Christmas till the 15th of January is really good. Red hunting. But. That seems so crazy for yeah. you know, Midwest <laughs> deer hunters to, you know. Well, it's kind of cool because it kind of works perfect because if you can, you hunt the Midwest rut and you go down. Yeah. Hunt That'd the be the way to do it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Yeah. It's crazy how it hits differently throughout the whole U.S. So, I mean, what like, about we're like, really not that far apart. Yeah. What about like coos deer? You know what I mean? Like, I wonder when they rut. I don't. I don't know anything about them. I wouldn't know. Uh, what did you? Whatever uh, they want. Because like, I, I, I'm curious about Texas. You know, because I want to know. Obviously, the weather's a little bit more humid all the time. Did you notice? You know, just as a as a Midwestern guy, yeah. you know, were you looking around? At the the food that they were eating, where you just kind of like you know that's kind of odd, you know, wouldn't work up here. Or... It, it amazes me the difference in the deer down there. They're really gray colored compared okay. to like here. Then you know that yeah. light brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Are their bodies a lot smaller? The bodies on the deer that I had seen were quite a bit smaller than our deer here. You know, they don't they don't get all the grains and stuff <laughs> like we do up here. But yeah, you know I. I don't know what anything eats down there. <laughs> everything's all <laughs> it's just, everything's all dead. Tumbleweeds. Like. No, it, they had a really wet spring and summer last year, so everything was really green. But still, I mean, you walk through the it's brush country. They call sure. It. So you walk through it, and everything if it doesn't stick you, it'll bite you. Really, <laughs> like it's really? it's just nasty. <laughs> so those deer brush. probably got to be some you know other than you know them not going through a cold winter. They got to be tough critters. Yeah, heat wise, they got yeah. floppy ears—the longest ears you've ever seen. Really, they don't yeah. stick straight up; they just flop down like yeah. a, like a basset <laughs> like hound. Like a basset hound is dragging on the ground. They got the droopy face, like you're not gonna shoot me, are so you? So much humidity in the air that everything just—that's <laughs> the only time you see south. a deer with sweat stains on its back. <laughs> I would like to go to Texas. That'd be it'd be cool. It, it was fun because, you know, like I said earlier, I got down there and it was warm. Yeah, man. yeah. Get off the plane here in a t-shirt. It feels flip like flops. it's back to October here. Yeah, right. you a flip flop guy? No, oh, thank you. On, You're a flip flop guy? Yeah, I'm about to buy those DJ Khaled flip flops. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. You um, are an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still wear socks because my feet are nasty, man. You're a sandals and sock guy. Oh, oh my yeah. god! No wonder you're not a very good hunter. Sort <laughs> <laughs> of wear up in the stand. But, uh, yeah, was it... Uh, I'm just joking, Steve. I rip on you, but I love you. Oh, I, I just see you as a friend. <laughs> um, I remember, like, you know, the only time I really traveled down south was, like, I went to Florida. And it's just so weird that you leave a cold climate, and then you get down, and it's, like, humid. You're like, dude. You know, I kind of wanted uh, to come back home, honestly. I was did, like, man, this is almost too hot for me. I'm I can't do hot that. weather, man. I can't do I it. I can't either. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, down there, though, you're probably not in a tree at all. No, there's no trees tall enough to get in. That's what I mean. I mean, Oof. you could put your stand in a cactus or something. The old Texas tripod, yeah, baby. That's, <laughs> what, that's exactly what it was. Oh, were you hunting all this? Yeah. It, uh, was, it a, was a box blind, basically. But we Yeah, were when it's 85 degrees, yeah, it there's no way I'd be in there. Yeah. That thing had to be cooking. Oh, dude, you gotta when have it's a 65 USB in October there. and I got to walk to my stand and I got rubber I boots it. on, I'm like, oh, this sucks, <laughs> man. But How were the bugs down there? Were they terrible? We saw some mosquitoes one night there when it got real warm. And they were kind of hovering above us, but they never really messed with us. Wow, that's interesting. That's interesting. They probably can't even, I mean, it's so freaking hot you down guys, there. I like didn't even guys, think it's February, and I did not even think to take a thermosel. You probably, I you wouldn't like thermosels? I think they work, yeah. I, I, love, need to I love a thermosel. I like mine. Yeah, I, I, it's definitely worth the money, especially okay. early October. I think it was like even November that one day it was pretty warm, and I remember there was like... All the gnats and stuff, like in November. I'm like, dude, are you serious? You know, it's, it's crazy how it can be freezing and you get that one kind of warm day and there's bugs buzzing around. Oh, you. they're going no, nuts, dude! It's their spring break, man. <laughs> 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 wow, that's crazy. Should we hit them with some random rapid fire questions? Oh yeah, yeah you're gonna yeah. love these. Right, don't, yeah. don't look I'm at ready. them. Don't look at them. All right. These questions that could either be one answer, quick, or you you just don't just don't look you can at the elaborate. Me. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. The, oh, yeah. You can either just one answer or you can elaborate if you need to. Okay. Favorite camo, real true. Favorite outdoor magazine. Oh man, probably North American Whitetail. I would agree with that one. I like that's, <laughs> I that's like a good that. magazine. That's a, that's a fantastic answer. Favorite bow brand, Matthew. Second favorite bow brand, 
I always ask that because that's a stickler, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone always easy. does that. Like, yeah, oh. I'll have to stick with PSC. I used to shoot a PSC. Okay. PSC. You and Steve might actually be friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the only thing they <laughs> have in common. He's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's already started up his car. I don't know how he did that. He's like, hit the button. He's got the auto start. <laughs> Is this over yet? Backstrap <laughs> or jerky? Backstrap. All day. See, I, Bacon wrap. We need, oh, nice. We need to survey these. Do you, do you rub or how do you, how do you cook your back straps? Uh, I marinate it in, I think it's apple cider. Oh, my God. Yes. 12 hours and then 12 hours in uh, barbecue sauce. Also also yeah. highly recommended Bingo. the uh, the Jack Daniels Mesquite Yes, bags. that is good mm. stuff. And then you yes. just basically sear the edges of those babies. And yeah, my fa- that's how my father-in-law makes all his steak, and it's really good. Yeah, you just you cut that stuff with a spoon. Mm. Oh. Uh, Favorite pro wrestler? Oh. I don't have one. Never watched wrestling. Good, good answer. Good, good <laughs> that is the best Worst answer. answer I've ever heard in my life. Perfect answer. Favorite outdoor-related show? Mm. Doesn't oh, even have to be deer man. hunting. It can be anything outdoors. Outdoor-related. Man, that's a tough one. Uh, I'd have to go with Lee and Tiffany. That's a good choice, man. I, I like all Crush. them watching all them big deer. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's why I like Lee and Tiffany, the Kiskies, the Juries, yeah. man. Big old, the big old Iowa deer. Yeah, they've Thir- been around. Thirteen is good though too. I like that. Yeah, thirteen. I I bought that online. We I bought that, and then we had Taylor Jury on to talk about. Oh, that's cool. Um, the show. She yeah. it, it was real cool. Jim Tomey's on that, which is super cool. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to meet that guy. I thought that guy was awesome. You know, he's class act. All you ever hear about Jim Tomey, greatest human being on the planet. Yeah. That's all you ever hear about That's that good. Guy. My um, very first ball game, I was like, I was a White Sox fan. And he, was a, uh, he was a Cleveland Indian. I'm like, oh, if they smash Cleveland Indians, Jim Tomey hits two home runs. I'm like, F that guy. And then I found out, like, he hit those two home runs for his uh, nephew who has, like, cerebral palsy or something. I was like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'm a terrible human being, even at, like, 11. <laughs> Once again, this loops back to what I've been saying all episode. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, favorite podcast. If you don't listen to podcasts, we understand. I'll go with this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Yeah. Is that so number two? Bow Hunter. Is that Second number two? Right there. This, okay. is, this is going to be a good one. We can rule Steve out. No. Favorite podcast host. He's looking right uh, at Eric. He is. <laughs> Eric's the favorite. You know why? I'll take because, Eric. Eric's ah, good. good hell. Lord. <laughs> that's, that's number three. He only it? likes his shirt. I think <laughs> it's funny. It's, it's, it's a, a badass shirt. It's because he looks like Dale Earnhardt Jr., isn't it? He kind of does. Yeah. Ooh, it's kind of <laughs> hey, creepy. Who's your favorite NASCAR <laughs> driver? Favorite NASCAR driver? Yeah. Oh, man. NASCAR. NASCAR. I don't really watch a whole lot of NASCAR. Say Paul Menard. We'll be best friends forever. He doesn't Tony like Stewart. you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't agree with you. He, yeah, just, okay. said <laughs> he just randomly said someone else. Just so this, is, okay, Tony Stewart. <laughs> this next question for you is interesting because of your food plot experience. Morning or afternoon hunts? I've killed more deer in the morning. Really? Okay. Really? But I see more deer in the afternoon. I'm following you there. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... No... It does. It makes sense. I mean, just how it all plays out for so you. So, do mean, you do you prefer morning or afternoon? Let me re-answer that. I prefer afternoon on a food source. I prefer morning on a pinch point leading to the food source. Okay. That's the perfect answer, right perfect there. I answer. think. I think that's the best answer we've had on that question. Eric made a good point uh, that he likes afternoon, like afternoon hunts, hunts because your hunt just gets better the longer you sit. True. Whereas in the morning, it gets worse. The morning, my point is with the morning, you're always sitting there, and then it gets about 9, 10 o'clock, and you're like, what do I get down, or yeah. do I sit all day, or should I wait another hour? You mm. never know what to do, you know? And then yeah. you leave, and you're like, oh, shit, there's probably a big buck walked by right when I got down. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, yeah. Hate, I hate that. I, I What I love about morning hunts is the, ante- the anticipation of, it getting daylight and the yeah. frost and the you know what I mean that's what I well, love well and you about. gotta get up early and all that that's why you gotta get a redneck <laughs> blind and just camp out in it they are nice I, I got the redneck <laughs> blind like it was like the medium sized one and I get in there I've never been in like actually inside one I've been the uh, hay bales but yeah I get in this one and I'm like I just need to sleep here <laughs> you know what I mean get a little solar panel so I can get my Steve uh, spends more time on his iPhone than he does uh, that's the old joke remember the first couple episodes we were talking about your story where oh yeah dude I've, 
Yeah, fantastic. as you can tell, I mean, this guy. I don't think I, I love my phone. Like that's not a that's not a bad thing, dude. And I love Instagram. So <laughs> next question. God, <laughs> longest this ain't question. about me. Typical deer or non-typical? Oh, that's tough. I gotta go with typical though. I like a big frame. Yep. Long G twos. Uh, yeah. All the goods. I haven't had much luck with non-typical deer in this area. A lot of typicals. I got a lot of eight points, big eight points. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get like a real crazy non-typical, you know. Yeah, they're here and there, but there's not a whole. What, lot what's of the one. biggest eight pointer, you know, class wise that you've shot or, or you've, you've one fifty six. One fifty six. I shot twenty four inches wide. No shit. Yeah. I shot a hundred and fifty one inch eight pointer this year, and yeah. big eights are awesome, man. I love big eights. You, you can't know. you can't go wrong with them. No, See, you add a G four onto those eights. Studs. They're 160, mm-hmm. 165 or bigger. Yeah. Depends on what the frame is. That's what people don't get, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm a measure, and I get guys coming in with big eight pointers, and they judge them as if they were ten pointers. Yeah. And they they just don't realize it, man. A big eight pointer, there's nothing better. Big six pointer would be pretty cool though. That would be awesome. You know, like a hundred and thirty five inch six pointer. <laughs> 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 that would be awesome. Because you could just show that guy, like, yeah, I shot a hundred and thirty five inch buck, and a lot of guys are going to be like. I mean, 135-inch deer is a great deer. I don't care who you are. It's a, a number's a number, but yeah. he's a six-pointer. six-point, and you're like, what? I mean, he's got 14-inch G2s, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I show you that, uh, that, that there was something that was going around online, and it was, like, the biggest spike bucks that ever been shot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there, yeah. There was these guys that, man, they had probably had, I don't know, these deer were probably scoring, like, 50, <laughs> you know, when they were spike bucks. That's like, the thing about Lord. Texas that I noticed. There's a ton of spike bucks. Really? 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 You know, I don't see a whole lot of spike bucks. I see button bucks, but nothing with actual spikes. I don't either. Maybe it's a got a little corn. brown. Yeah, yeah. The old Y buck, the elusive yeah. Y buck. But it's nothing Timmy. like. Timmy. I call every buck I see with a little fork, you know, the little. <laughs> I call him Timmy every time. Well, there's a fork horn. That's what we call them. And then there's the elusive Y buck. The Y bucks are rarest of all bucks. If you guys didn't know, that's just I'll have to explain that later. Why it's, it's an inside are they? Joke. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming I I kind of can already guess this answer by j- talking to you. Hang on or ladder stands? Uh, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, wait. Hang on or climber? Hang on. If you're you go out to hunt and camp with the boys, yep. you get back from a hunt. What are you bringing back to drink with the boys for, for that night? Is it going to be beer? Or is it going to be liquor? Or what is it? What's it going to be? Uh, Probably some Bud Light, some Tito's and Red Bull. Some what and Red Bull? Tito's, Tito's. handcrafted vodka. Tito's. Oh, I've never had it. I've never had it. Oh, man, there was this dude's house. You got to drink that in moderation, though, man. That'll tear you up. (laughs) There was this dude's house we were working at, and you guys would probably fit in. This dude, he had his, he was like, he has binos out, and he was glass in his backyard, and all in in his trash can. He's building a brand new house. All it was in his trash can, Bud Light. Red Bull cans, and he had like a half a bottle of Tito sitting right there. <laughs> and he came back, he was telling us, he's like, Yeah, I was painting last night. And like, How far did you get? And, you know, painting wise. He goes, eh, About that much. And he points at the bottle. <laughs> the whole thing is, it's like, you know, if you're a Bud Light guy, you come here and you're drinking lukewarm bush lattes with us. So, yeah. welcome to our podcast. He brought me one right up when he got, came out, and I parked the truck. So it's hospitality. We, we, should, hospitality. we should go to Bush Light for a sponsor because everyone that's a steady listener to the show knows we enjoy our good old oh, bush lattes. There's nothing wrong with some bush light. Good old bush latte. Mm, it's Iowa beer, man. Um, Your dream hunt. Oh, man. That's that's tough, but... Pick one random. You, <laughs> one you want to do right now. I'd go down to southeast Iowa. Really? So, whitetail, so, huh? Yeah, yeah. Boom. I, I, I'm a whitetail hunter. I really don't... Nothing else really gets me fired up. So that's cool. Have you Have you done other hunts? Oh uh, no, that's cool. I, I really have no interest. That's that's really? that's super yeah. cool. That's, that's the first dedication. answer. That's the first answer yeah. we've had like that yeah. out of all our guests. Yeah, I mean I, elk maybe someday. I'm yeah. not in a huge hurry, but I, I prefer whitetail. You got, you got plenty of deer to shoot around here before you go move there, yeah. right? Yeah. I can respect that completely. That's cool. That's yeah. a, I, I like that answer a lot, actually. Yeah. You know, because I you know I want to kill Yukon moose really bad, and it's always yeah. something bizarre. Like someone wants to go kill. Something exotic, red yeah. stag you know. or a zebra or something. You know? What's yeah. this is a? I think everybody will enjoy this question here. Um, it's not a rapid fire. You can think about it, but what's your uh, coyote management program look like? Uh, we, I killed one this morning, actually. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I get 
at my dad's house, we got a lot of cattle right around the house. Oh, yeah. On pasture, and man, they're in there all the time, so I can shoot them right from his driveway. What's your favorite caliber to knock them out with? I use a 204. Uh, Not too familiar with that round. Uh, it's a Savage. It's a, it's actually a really small bullet, but they're accurate. Uh, I shoot a two forty three sometimes too. Okay. Right. I like yeah. that. You gotta, you gotta hit them just right though, or yeah, it can be rough. <laughs> no, yeah, you're not taking a three hundred eight out there. Right? No, yeah, hit them wherever. <laughs> no, <laughs> you ain't just gonna blast them apart. <laughs> this one has no meaning, but it's just kind of fun to ask it. What's your favorite tree stand snack for like an all day sit? Peanut butter and jelly. Oh, oh PB and whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Let's Jay. delve deeper. Chunky or smooth? Creamy. Chunky. Chunky, yes. No. Yes. This guy. This guy's awesome. Is yeah. it chunky or crunchy? I thought it was crunchy. Yeah, it depends <laughs> on what it's brand chunky, you buy. Ain't it? No, it depends no, on it's cr- whatever, oh, the brand yeah, name. Whatever yeah. brand you buy. Oh, God. We're talking about peanut butter on a bow hunting podcast right now. Yeah. Dear, yeah, lo- but- dear love peanut butter. Yeah, it's way see- I've it. seen the jar thing. Have you seen that? Well, they cut uh, the bottom it, of a jar out. You take out. the jar, or you take the lid, and you screw it to a tree. <laughs> you screw the jar on, then you cut it off. So Disclaimer, check and see if that's legal in your state <laughs> if you're yeah, listening yes. right now. I've heard it works. It's like wonders, the, but. oh, that's some redneck stuff right there. But, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. But it's brilliant at the same time. Like, who thought of that? You know what you're going to get? Set your trail cam up on that, and then let me know oh, when your battery's man. dead and you have 6,000 pictures of a raccoon oh, in the yeah. whole jar. <laughs> you got three raccoons standing on top of each other like they're at the Cabot Shrine Circus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> peanut butter. Um, uh, that worked out well for you, didn't it? This one's Rod. not hunting-related, um, but it's fun anyway to ask cause it, to see what personality is going to pick what. If you had to pick one superhero power. Oh. Crazy! What it, like? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, Dude, I mean you were blown away power. by that. Like, you know, there was like one like awesome thing that you could do that's like not human, like X-ray vision. You could fly. You could, you know, punch people, and you punch them, and they turn into coins. Anything, <laughs> anything goes. Superpower, like Superman, man. What? A... I'd like to be able to fly. Fly? You want yeah, fly? Because then I could see everything. It'd you be know, like being like a Google Earth live. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. you know, easy to be to get into your tree stands. You would never need tre- you know, pegs again. You could exactly. Sneak, you could sneak up on deer and just fly right over top of them and get in your tree stand. There it is. If you asked yeah. our our good friend Chip City, we had an argument on the podcast about this question because he's like invisibility, and then everything we'd say, he's like, "Well, yeah, you don't need that superpower because you have you're invisible. You can do whatever you want." <laughs> like, it's just I don't know. It was funny, but that flying, teleporting common answers but good point because oh man i wonder what the wonder you could just see where at. every deer are at yeah, i don't want to drive in to check this trail camera you'd be like on the right oh yeah you'd be like a drone at all times there you go yeah. be awesome. take a video camera with you i said a uh, great sense of smell and night vision so essentially i wish i was a deer night vision would be that cool. would be cool you know night vision would be awesome yeah yeah, it would. But then Chips was like, okay, you're invisible. You can just walk into your stand whenever you want. Now nah, they're going to smell you is the whole thing. Can That's... they hear you? Mm. When you're invisible? I don't... They, oh, you yeah, have yeah to. they have to. You guys all hollow, man. Yeah, you can hear everything that dude was doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's this question that we asked to some guests, and maybe we shouldn't ask it, but it's funny to ask because it's every guy hunting camp conversation. Oh, here oh, we yeah, go. Right, let's I, go for it. Should I ask it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I was wondering when it was coming up. I'll ask it. I've skipped over it, and maybe I should start skipping. Yeah, screw it. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. Eva Shockey, Tiffany Likoski, or other? Choose between the two of them. Or yeah. other. Or, or other. other. Tiffany. This, is, this was typically, it, it'd be the classic stepbrothers question, but we're not going <laughs> to hit it. We're not going to lay it out like that. <laughs> oh, boy. That's awesome. Tiffany, huh? That'd be my pick, yep. She's a good old gal. She can shoot. Yeah, she can. She can shoot. Really can. That's what impresses me. Yeah, and uh, we had Melissa Bachman on the show, man. Th- that girl, she knows her stuff. Oh, yeah. she don't play around. Yeah. yeah. She has the world record red stag, bow, yes. um, bow kill red stag by a woman, yep. I think. That's crazy. So, so hey, we'll uh, listen to you with a couple of really, really soft, easy questions that you can answer. You know, like I think. Okay. What's your current bow setup right now? 
Uh, Matthew's Creed, XS. <laughs> give me oh, some. God. Give me some. You guys do that. have something yeah, in common, yeah, buddy. I should have spot hog one pence. I hog father. father. Hog father. <laughs> yeah. Give me some love on that. Carter Four release. I like the Carter Four, but I do not shoot a Carter, so sorry. Um, I can't remember what breast I got though. Doesn't Carter make the chocolate? Yeah, you were shooting the, the chocolate the for cho- a while. I shot. It was the chocolate light. Uh, our good buddy Tim Kitts loves Carter releases. Yeah, uh, they love some good stuff. Without Carter's, uh, you hold these releases and you know that you're like, dude, this, this no, isn't like something that's product. like it's like yeah that you know people slap together and they, and they put out there to make money, which you know I love when people can make money off something, but. Like, you, you hold these releases, and you're like, dude, somebody put some time, love, and effort into these, and I, I love Carter releases. Yeah. I really do. It, they made me, it's made me a better shot. No oh, doubt. Yeah. yeah. Especially long range. I like to practice long, long range all summer. This mm-hmm. guy would fit in with us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we do our shoots, like the WCB shoots, where we just get, we don't take it seriously. We just get everyone together, as many people as we can. Everyone brings a target. They go out somewhere, so we'll have a wall of targets, and we'll be showing throwing shots at a hundred. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll do whatever balloons, so everyone has a blast. And we we'll, brought silly string out for the last. Yeah, one. shooting silly string, <laughs> hundred yards. <laughs> we did a little, little can of silly string. We just have a blast. I better get an invite this year. You will oh, you will. Sure. You will hey. for sure. April thirtieth ish. Question mark. We have it. Was we, that a question mark? Yeah, yeah. We have it set already, but with your uh, with your spot hog, uh, here's a here's a question and this is just for me what have you switched out any of the any of the colors of your um oh I'm, i can't think of the uh can't think of the word right now pen da, da, da. Yeah, yeah the pin yeah the fiber optic i have not i just got the lime green That's is it lime is. green okay because yeah. i think I, I i i don't know i've shot a couple of different ones and i'm kind of on the fence of what i want to go do next i mean do you not really notice any huge difference because when you've got multi pins i mean you can pick up the difference but now you got that single one yeah. i mean do you do you have any any preference or are you just like hey whatever it comes with it i'll learn how to use it i don't have a preference i like the single pin because i can carry my range finder and i know exactly yeah. the yardage because i've i've shot over i've shot under 100 times mm-hmm. you know i want to know the exact yardage and then sure. i can dial it right to that that and you get so much more sight picture when you're shooting at a long yeah. range and having a jumbled six five yeah. pin sight whatever you know. i had what did i have seven in mind that's too Before much that single pin yeah i went from seven to one and you don't you don't yeah. know what you don't remember what uh you probably a drop away it's right? a drop away rest yeah, yeah. you shooting like a limb driven type it's of a limb driven um yeah. i wonder if it's what kilberg shoots the uh nap no it's on an nap I don't remember what it is. I can't remember the name. I can't remember the name. I just got it, too. I got My it only fall. issue with that is I don't like the string that runs from the rest of the limb. Yeah, I don't either. Because, you know, what if it gets caught up and or, something, or you nick it with a broadhead and then you're done, really? You can't until you get a new string or a yeah. new release, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I love the QADs. You can't go wrong. I mean, I've shot a QAD since day one. and Guys love and hate them, though. It's the thing. That's the thing with hunting, you know, what what your experience is with, what you like. It's just preference. Yeah, really. That's that's yeah. really what it is. It's like, you know, we'll we'll give each – everybody fri- in a friendly way gives each other uh, shit for what bow they shoot. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you shoot a Hoy, oh, I shoot a Matthews. Oh, you shooting a lead, oh, I shoot a Bowtech or whatever. That's but part of the fun all, of it. It's all in preference, but you got to give each other crap. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the force part of it. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It's good camaraderie, man. That's I what it really is. You know, I can't wait till it gets to the point because, you know, everybody's going after everybody. Oh, you shoot this bow or you shoot this broadhead, you shoot this release. It's going to get to a point where everybody finally finds something that, like, kind of matches, you know, how, like, it's going to get to a point where people are going to be looking at, it's like, oh, dude, you wear those boots? <laughs> This guy, you know what I mean? It's gonna get to like something that's so small like that. Yeah, no, I think it's it'll that I think it'll all get erased and everyone will just be one big happy family, like it should be. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're all hunters. They all do the same job, right? Yeah, it's all true. Preference of what fits you well. Yeah, we're all in the same game. We're all standing for the same thing that we love. We're all one big family. Yeah, Yeah, we give each other crap, but we're not a. you know, we're not really here to hate on each other. It's all good. No. It's all in good fun. It's all fun, fun and games. Yep. Um, thanks for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. 
So yeah, well, uh, I guess we'll wrap it up there. Everybody's phones ringing. Yeah, I got fa- I got a family emergency going on. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, so we'll uh, so we'll wrap it up there. This was uh, fifty eight. Aaron, thanks for coming on. Uh, do you want people to find you on uh, on Facebook or Twitter? Or no, it's all right. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> What's your uh, you got Instagram? Twitter? Uh, I got Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. Okay, what are those? Um, my Twitter is acow twenty twelve, and so is my Instagram, and then. My name's my Facebook name. So. Yeah, there you go. Don't look him up as Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Aaron. I'm an ass. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. It was fun talking. We'll do. A, we'll have to check back in with you during hunting season, and or even before then. Yeah, we'll get, get a lot more uh, food plot things, and uh, maybe we'll get some uh, listener questions, and you can answer them. Yeah, yeah we'll get more into detail. Good. So you'll be our resident expert. There we go. So Perfect. we won't pay you. Well, we'll try. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> give, me, give me some bush light. Some bush light. There you go. Yeah. This guy. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We have more episodes next week for you, as always. We've got some guests coming up. Uh, maybe it could be the, our buddies from the Bone Shed. Maybe Ooh, not. We don't might know. Be. We, don't know. we don't know what's going on. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate every one of you. Workingclassbowhunter.com. Thanks, guys. Go shoot your bow later. <laughs>